0: Welcome to the Elevate Podcast, brought to you by the Registered Master Builders. Each week we explore the ideas and practices that help us get the best from our businesses, our teams and ourselves. I'm your host, Ryan Castle, along with Dr. Mike Ashby. We talk to experts, advocates and business owners in the construction industry to share their knowledge, insights and experiences to help you build a better business and enjoy a better life. Now let the business building begin. Welcome along to the Elevate Master Builders podcast. Very happy to be joined today by David Kelly, the Chief Executive of the registered Master Builders. David, welcome along.
1: Yeah, hi Ryan, how are you going?
0: Fantastic, uh, nice to be in level one, uh, moving around with a bit of freedom.
1: Absolutely, I think everyone, that lifted the spirits for everyone, so we've got to keep yeah. that going.
0: It does. And it's that strange situation where everything kind of seems normal again, and yet it's so not uh, not normal. We've had significant impact with COVID for the global economy, the New Zealand economy, but also the construction sector. Maybe can we lead off with just with your insights, a bit of feedback on how you felt the sector coped with lockdown and then maybe the role they need to play going forward?
1: Yeah, look, obviously a tough time for everyone, both the construction sector and every other sector in New Zealand. It's business-wise, but it's also personal. You know, how are you feeling? How are you coping yourself? How's your family coping? How are they feeling about things? And then how do you come out of it in terms of, is there a hangover effect in terms of just general anxiousness? And so I think generally people coped as well as you could expect. Um, There was just so much uncertainty, Ryan, I think, for everyone. So moving back through the levels reasonably quickly, I think, made just a huge impact on people's psychology. They they felt, okay. I've got a bit more control over what's going on. I think one of the interesting things that Master Builders took a leadership role in was helping to define the back-to-work protocols. So as we move back to level three, what do you need to put in place around hygiene, contact tracing and all of those things? And... What I was um, interested in was some feedback from people about how they coped with those different levels. And some people actually said, some builders said, you know what, some of this we should keep going. There's some basic stuff around hygiene which just makes sense. The cost of some basic hygiene is very, very low and the potential return is much higher in terms of reduced illness, uh, time off work, etc. cetera. So it, it's kind of... Uh, We should have been doing this stuff all along so let's keep it going for goodness sake the other thing I heard from um, not from everyone but from a few people was actually there's some productivity lessons to be learned here by managing the site well managing the subcontractors not having too many people Um, it does take organization um, but I mean that's part of running the business so I think if we're smart as an industry we'll learn something from it
0: David, we've been obviously speaking with members during the COVID and we've been asking them, you know, what would you try to keep in place? And one thing that's come back from lots of the members is just that appreciation for spending time to work on the business. Many of them uh, have been in that mode of being very busy and always on site and kind of always running around, um, not feeling like they've got a lot of maybe control on the business. And COVID actually almost forced them to have some time where working on the business was the only option a number of them have feedback to us that that's something that they're going to try and keep in place is having you know maybe half a day or a couple of hours a week or a day a week as the as the owner uh, or general manager of that business to actually spend time working on it rather than in it.
1: Oh, I think that's I mean that that just makes sense and it's really heartening to hear people say that and I think over the next few months maybe the next 12 months that's going to become even more important. We know that there are going to be some bumps along the road in terms of the economy and construction is certainly not immune from that. So working on the business will be even more important to make sure that um, fit for purpose. I think one of the other things that I heard, which was, um, again, really heartening, was people taking the time to use the Elevate modules, yes. which is part of working on the business, but also encouraging their staff. Um, I heard from one of our members, who's um, more in the in the commercial space, where they were using technology to get all of their apprentices together once a week to talk about what they were doing or what they were learning and setting some tasks about completing a couple of modules. And they're they're firmly of the view that will make a big difference to their business.
0: Absolutely. Thinking about that uh, medium and long term growth of your people and what it will mean mean going forward. Yeah. Um, David, look, we heard uh, Prime Minister Jacinda Ardern talk a lot about the the team of five million. I feel like we've done a good job of a country dealing with the health aspect of COVID, but we've got an economic aspect that now needs to be dealt with. What's your view of the role that the you know building and construction sector needs to play in the rejuvenation of the economy?
1: Well, I mean, the, the starting point, Ryan, is it is a big part of the economy. In 2019, uh, the total cost of construction or value of construction was over $40 billion split between residential, commercial and infrastructure. And the way the economists measure it, that they say that's worth about um, almost $20 billion contribution to the economy. So that's a really significant impact on the economy. And it's important that uh, we're able to articulate to government, as we have been, that this is an area that they need to focus on. And, and so far, I've been pleasantly surprised at, that they've been listening and they are taking some measures, but there's more that I think needs to be done, um, not to prop up the industry, but to recognise the importance to the economy.
0: Yes. Okay. So what would you like to see happen?
1: So I think there's there's some things that have happened, for instance, around training, uh, which is fantastic. We know that we're not training enough people, that we come out of a downturn and suddenly we're all scrambling for skilled people. So the investment in training, I think, is is wonderful to hear. But the other side of that is uh, there needs to be work. Builders and building firms won't take on apprentices if they don't have the work. <clears throat> so one of the challenges that we've got here is to try to limit the amount of um, lots of work <clears throat> that we've seen in previous cycles. There's probably three cycles in the last 30, 35 years that we've seen. So what sort of measures can be put in place? Uh, Everyone's heard about the shovel-ready projects. I suspect that will um, lend itself more to infrastructure than it will to commercial or residential. So we've been putting forward some ideas, um, drawing from what we've seen out of Australia, where the federal and state governments are looking at incentives, particularly... For home building, so that's an area that uh, we're actively engaged. Um, government is listening. It's it's not easy, but um, I'm hopeful we might get some progress in that respect.
0: Nice one. And we hear a lot about supporting local and supporting small businesses. And we know that uh, a huge part of not only the master builders member base, but also construction sector is made up of of small businesses. You know mm-hmm. how how do we uh, support those small businesses, and and what are they looking for in this time?
1: Um, yeah, well, just just touching on the numbers, out of all construction, when we talk about residential, commercial and infrastructure, something like 60% is residential. So it's it's extremely important. The other two are about 20% each. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then in terms of residential, um, I haven't got the numbers in front of me, but I think it's something like um, 90% of businesses are, um, five people or less 95 or 10 people or less mm-hmm. so, um, and then there's a there's a, a significant number of sole traders so it is uh, a massive amount of the industry I think it comes back to um, those things we've talked about uh, helping builders think about their business what have they got in place What are their finances looking like? Access to government support where necessarily, and I think the wage subsidy has been widely taken up and been really important, but that's a short term. It then comes back to, uh, is there enough work on? How do we encourage people? And apart from government, we're really keen to help consumers to think about the opportunity. That's not to say for all consumers, this is the right time to build or to do that extension, but actually for quite a number of people, it might be the best time, the best opportunity they've had in many years. So we're really keen to put that information out Mm. and for our members to understand that as well.
0: I mean, some of the factors that are going on in the economy, like uh, the interest rates we're seeing in, at the moment, you know, virtually un, unprecedented. I know that's a, a word that's been overused a lot in this time, but, you know, it wasn't that long ago that we were thinking 7 or 8% mortgages were, were a great option and, and now they're under 3% or some advertised rates were under 3 So when you look at the um, uh, viability of borrowings for a, a lot of people, uh, you know, this is uh, looking like a pretty amazing time to look at that step of investing.
1: Yeah, I think there's three factors. Um, One, as you talked about, is interest rates are at a historic low, and the economic commentators are saying that that's going to continue for some time. So it's not a matter of uh, just the next few months, but probably the next three or four years, we will see them at very low rates. So a really good opportunity for people that want to build a new home or, or do a renovation or extension. Uh, The second is that with the best will in the world, there is almost certainly going to be a downturn in the amount of building work going on. So for homeowners, the ability to get a builder and to get tradespeople will be better than it's been for a number of years. That window is not going to last forever, however, and I think that's one of the important things that We need, and I think for our members to get across to their consumers, one of the tricks here is if if you wait, everyone comes back into the market at the same time, and suddenly we've lost capacity, we're back into that situation where we haven't got enough builders or skilled tradespeople, and prices start going up. Um, Then the third factor is property prices, and what's been interesting is to watch the commentators. They will go up and down a little bit, that's what we know, but... We've talked to economists, we've talked to QV, and they've just been very clear, look, property as an investment is still a really good option. And if you're building a new home, it's not, it's not the next six months or 12 months you should be worried about. This is a long-term investment. Yes. So it's still a good investment. So those three factors, um, low interest rates, availability of builders, and um, it's still a good investment in property.
0: Yeah. And I think when you look at those uh, 100 year graphs of New Zealand property prices, you know, we've been through GFCs, we've been through other events that have affected uh, pricing, but the trend overall in the property market has has always gone up. Now, uh, crystal balling to go, we'll continue to do that. But I think, uh, you know, history does have a pretty good way of repeating itself. And uh, like you say, the, even the um, very learned people like QV who spend their uh, every hour uh, trying to figure out what's going on, they're predicting that it's still going to be a safe investment for the for the you know, medium to long duration. So, uh, it's wise words.
1: And that's, that's right. And and I think if you only listen to the news, you're just going to hear the horror stories. And, and that's what traditionally people hear. So they worry, so they leave their money in the bank. Leaving the money in the bank is not a great investment right now, of course, either. The other side of the coin of low interest rates is, if you're putting them into term deposits, you're going to get very low returns. So uh, we would argue, and I certainly argue, that investment of property is a sound
0: investment. Definitely. Uh, yes, David, I was having a uh, conversation with my own bank about a term deposit this week, and they offered me a very exciting 1.15% for a term deposit. And I'm like, wow, I'll take a couple of fees out of that. I feel like I'm paying you to hang on to my money.
1: <laughs> That's right. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs>
0: So we know that economies keep going because uh, everyone does their does their part. So, you know, we need consumers to keep thinking about the opportunity now for investing. That allows builders to continue to run their businesses, which then uh, allows them to continue to employ. When we employ those people, those people then bring money back into the economy. It gives confidence for us to do things like take on apprentices and, and train train others. Uh, so it's fascinating as you get this uh, one small decision by one person and it has a massive flow on into a sector
1: like um, construction yeah I, I think realistically we do want consumers spending money it is important to the economy but if we're realistic asking someone to spend money locally building a new house that's a massive investment it's not like they spend a few more dollars and buy it you know go out to dinner or buy yes. some more clothes so it has to make sense for people and we need to be realistic And that's where it needs um, the government policy also to be complementary to that, Um, not as a a free giveaway necessarily, but just as something that reinforces for consumers. Actually, maybe there's an added incentive right now to move a little bit early.
0: Got it. Um, now, Dave, one of the things that people consider about you know choosing to possibly build a new new home is you know what kind of safety net do I have if I if I choose a choose a builder? What's the what's the benefit of someone selecting a, a registered master builder?
1: Um, well, th- there's a, a range of benefits there. Firstly, um, we stand behind our builders. The guarantees obviously are critical. There's two things I say that that are just common sense to me. Firstly, you should have a written contract. Now, it's the law anyway, but a lot of consumers actually don't understand. So we provide standardised contracts. Um, And then the second thing, is, as I just mentioned, is the guarantee. It is important. And increasingly, I think consumers are aware of it. Certainly banks are requiring it. And so we keep on adjusting um, to make sure that it meets the market demand. We are the leading provider. We have a, a fantastic track record of over 25 years no one else has got that track record in the new zealand market Um, i think it's important for people to understand that and also the ability for our members if they're talking to consumers that if they subsequently sell their home the guarantee can go with the home it can be transferred and that we know makes a difference in terms of market confidence people buying a home Um, there's some evidence that it actually helps get a better price so there's a range of things, and we'll continue to remind people of that. Banks, as I said, I think even more they are worried about the current situation. They will be relying even more on guarantees as a as a quality mark.
0: Yeah. So let me just throw a scenario at you, David. Uh, I've contracted someone to build my property. They're a, they're a master builder. We've used the standard contract and the master build guarantee for whatever reason, that can that builder, that construction company is unable to complete the build of my property. How does the guarantee help me in that situation?
1: Well, that's where we step in. The homeowner can call on the guarantee uh, to get the home completed. We have a range of choices, but essentially we can either pay out some money to get the house completed, or normally our preference is we will find another master builder who will give us a price. For our members, we know that they're quality builders, so we have confidence We manage that process. So it's peace of mind. And we've done this um, for a long time now. So we know how to do it. We manage that relationship in the first instance with the homeowner. So it just gives them that confidence.
0: Yeah, it does. And uh, I've been fortunate to uh, see just how effective Master Builders is in that, that environment. And they do such a great job of managing that, that process. So it's such a useful uh, safety net to have. Um, David, in, in closing, any um, words you'd like to uh, share with the members or uh, or indeed the public out there who might be thinking about a new build?
1: Well, I think for our members, I mean, it um, won't pretend that, it, that there won't be some bumps along the road. So we, we go back to where we started. Keep thinking about the business, use the resources we've got. Uh, and, and in some cases, you may want to get some additional support. I think for consumers, just take some time, think about it, start, but start talking to builders or, or architects. Because it takes a bit of time. You don't have to commit immediately, but you start that process and then you start to get a bit of information
0: so you can make a decision
1: one way or the other.
0: Spot on. Hey, David, thanks so much for uh, joining us on the uh, podcast today and look forward to catching up with you on the next one.
1: Pleasure. Thanks very much. Take care.